That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a show that tells you what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Joshua Burns, and if my eyes don't deceive me, Brian Thornton. What up? Your eyes do deceive you. I am actually a lizard person. Oh, that makes sense. All right. Uh, Brian is coming to you from the world's most echoey room. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's quite palatial. It's even more palatial, dare mm. I say, than the last. Yes, one. I I I have I have upgraded the palatial estate. Yes. <laughs> Uh, there's some decorating and filling and things that need to be done, so uh, please uh, just uh, bear with us. The Blockbuster uh, is not set up yet, so <laughs> I'm in the process of getting those shelves filled. So as Brian gets settled, the audio quality will get better, but uh, there was just so much. In fact, I'm actually going to make sure the audio quality gets worse as I Worse. Get You're somehow going to make it worse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. good, good to know. Just going to make it worse. Good to know. Uh, there was just – but there was so much news going on with, uh, with Disney uh, that we just had to jump on. Regardless, wait another week. Regardless of Brian's echoey room uh, situation, we had to talk about this. Disney dropped 52 announcements. So we're gonna, we're just gonna jump right into it. Uh, There's a little bit of a structure that we're gonna go with, but of course, this will probably go off the rails after three minutes. That is how we work things. Uh, So let's first start off with some of the Marvel news, in particular, the Disney Plus series, Uh, series, 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 just series that they uh, that they announced, starting with One Division which is the first Marvel Studios uh, program to be going out to Disney+. Plus. It got a new trailer, and it's got its release date, finally, of January 15th. This thing looks wacky. I mean, we've talked about it so much, but it looks so good. Like, the yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think the, the new trailer um, explained any, any more to me than the last one. Right. Um, it, yeah, yes, it looks cool. I wonder how many episodes it's going to take until we start to figure out what the hell's going on. I hope it's I hope it's less than the end of the first one. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the end of that first episode, I better get some sort of inkling about what's going on. Yeah, I, I hope it's not a slow burn one two episode because I also I and pure speculation, I'm sure it's up on IMDB so someone can fact check me. Uh, I, I thought this was a smaller series too. I didn't I don't see this being a twenty or eighteen episode run. Uh, if anything, I don't think sounds, any of these series are going to be that probably thirteen episodes. I'm thinking right? anywhere yeah. between eight to thirteen episodes. That's that's what I I'm mean. Just look too. at the look at the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is only eight episodes a piece, and, and every episode is getting shorter. They're doing the wrong thing. Anyway, we'll get to that. Mm, in that's a that. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, but uh, I I I I already I know kind of in my heart of hearts what's going on. I just don't know who's doing it. That's Six. the only thing, right? Um, Six episodes. Six, Six that's episodes? it? Okay. Okay. I'm yeah, down. so, uh, yeah, so you got to get the, right to it. All the main characters are listed for six episodes. Do we know if, wow. uh, well, then we we obviously don't know if they're 40-minute episodes or yeah, whatever. we don't have run times, do we? I mean, we have to assume they're an hour long, right? I mean, we don't have I mean, to assume anything. Dis- Disney Plus has shown long. us that uh, they'll, they'll be as long as they need to be. Yeah, but that's the good thing about streaming is that 
hey, what, however long it takes to tell this story, that's how long right. it's going to be. One, one to episode could be an hour. The other one could be 35 minutes. It's going to it could vary based on what needs to be told in that story. I loved this trailer. I am completely on board. I like the little journey through old television from like and like watching um, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany do like their best like Lucy and, mm-hmm. you know, um, Brady Bunch impersonations and, and things like that. Like, I think it's going to be really trippy, but I think it's going to be really cool. I'm very excited. Um, January 15th is only about a month away. So that means I got to get my home theater set up before then, I guess. Like, it's t- t- time to put this on the top of the list when, when January comes around. Oh, everything goes on the top of the list. <laughs> it's just a matter of when I get to the top of the list. I, I do want to say one last thing about WandaVision. There was a character that appeared. Um, toward the end of the trailer, who are you? I don't know. Um, it was the little girl from Captain Marvel. The yes, which is well, we're that's that's timey wimey, is what that is. It's um, yeah. So let listen. Um, the the also the announcement that this show is going to be tied into Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, which is also tied into Spider Man Three. Tells me that there's going to be some timey wimey multiverse stuff in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever Wanda, whatever Wanda does to create this world, I'm telling you, like this is going to be the way we bring in Fantastic Four and X Men. It's going to do something wibbly wobbly to the multiverse, make it collapse on itself, make it reset some timelines, stay, and then they can just fix some inconsistencies. And officially merge some universes and wham, bam. Now we have a consistent universe between this Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 3. Not only are we going to have a, a, a multiversal like story, but probably a time travel story that introduces some things that we didn't think of before. CJ got really excited when I said that. Said that. I, I finally... I finally get to share some knowledge that you two have taught me, right? Mm-hmm. So stuff that you guys have, have told me about your thoughts about this is this sounds very reminiscent of some of the House of M storyline uh, mm-hmm. when Wanda was was fixing everything. I learned a nerdy thing from you two. Well, <laughs> very yeah. excited to share it. The whole concept of and and originally my my theory was that it was going to be because of the loss of vision that caused her to go a little bit off the deep end and start creating this world. I, I think that might have something to do with it, but it, it very much seems like someone is doing this to her. Like she's being tortured or forced to do this somehow, and she doesn't have her knowledge of doing it. Yeah, I, I think it's someone coercing her and her still dealing with the trauma of losing vision. Maybe her trauma is derailing what they are trying to do. I think through this, we get Vision back, but we're, we're not going to bring back people from the dead. But Vision's a cyborg, so that's pretty easy and explainable. But I think there's going to be, in the House of M storyline, the whole concept of the House of M storyline is that she created this entire world that she thought was a utopia for all of her friends and family. And everything was going to be great until someone realized, well, everything's not great. I mean, in the comic book um, it was Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine was the, the, the person who first realized something was wrong because he all of a sudden had these memories that he could not explain how he ha- had these memories that he did not have before. So yada, yada, yada. That eventually led to huge ramifications to the Marvel Universe and timeline. 
And I think we're going to see the same thing here, just not with Wolverine. I think we're going to see whatever happens at the end of this series, which is why it's probably been like, we have to delay this, we have to delay this, we have to delay this. Because unfortunately, when you have such an amazing interconnected universe, you can't just say, oh, well, you know what, let's just drop Black Widow or let's just drop Winter Soldier and Falcon. We're done with it anyway without dropping these other movies or television shows that you had. Yeah, it's a bigger domino. Not finished. It, it's a fall. huge domino effect. So I'm happy we have a date. I'm happy I finally get to see some of this stuff. Um, we'll talk more about what my what I, my thoughts are about what Disney's doing with Black Widow, but we'll talk about that later. All right. So uh, let me look at this uh, scoreboard. 52 things to, uh, to talk about. One We've down. talked about one. <laughs> And that's what twenty minutes later. We're not. We're not going to talk about fifty-two things. No, we're not. Uh, we also got uh, another full trailer now and a release date for Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming in March nineteenth of twenty twenty-one. So we have to wait a little bit longer for for that one. Uh, but this also looks great. I mean, this is movie level <clears throat> action. This is movie level. Yep, scene level. Everything level looks action. They they flew. Falcon flew through the same uh, mountains where uh, Anakin had his pod race. <laughs> That's probably well. I mean, it's it's possible. Probably. Yeah. True. I'm just saying. Like I'm watching it going. Oh, I've seen these before. I've seen these before. They're just using the same <laughs> the same um, like. But scenes. Uh, look, I, far less interested in in this than I am in Wandavision. Um. I'm excited. I I I love the. Uh, let me be honest. I, I'm not a fan of the characters in the comic book. I'm more of a fan of the movie characters, and and right. more more importantly, right. the people playing them. I think Anthony Mack and his, and uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan have really good chemistry from the moment that they you know did that like kind of buddy cop like yeah. hate for each I other. Like I hate you, you know. Oh, it, like they, it's it. That's still going strong. Can you move your seat up? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. I, I I love that dynamic that they have. They they play off of each other very well. I'm very interested to see where the series goes. It, it's all leading up to who's going to pick up the shield at the end. And I'm my money's on Sam. My my money is on Falcon's going to pick up the shield, and then we'll have another series of him being Captain America and what that comes with. But it, Baron Zemo's back. He's doing whatever he does. He's probably one of the better villains in the entire Marvel universe besides, you know, Loki and Thanos. Um, so I'm excited. And like, it looks like this like buddy cop, a political drama slash spy action. Yes. Give, give me all of it. It's like lethal weapon meets Jack Ryan. I want it. Josh, anything to add for you? Less interested than others. Other <laughs> yes. things I've seen. I think this is. You're in, excited in, about what if, aren't you? I'm very excited about what if. <laughs> well, before we do that, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the other thing that we got. We got a first look at Loki, uh, which is a highly anticipated series with Tom Hiddleston re- uh, reprising his role that will be debuting in May of 2021. So perfect timeline, and and this seems to be having a lot of fun with time travel putting Loki in different situations and just kind of letting letting this character kind of play out right uh there seems to be some kind of uh, you know like intergalactic time cop situation going on and i don't know if he's working with them if this is like a white collar situation i don't know what this is but it looks really cool uh and it looks like a lot of fun here's here's what i'm seeing with all these um 
They're all described as miniseries. They're all, and they're all six episodes. So, like, these aren't going to be, it doesn't seem like that. Yeah, there's just going to be one time I, I, things. And I think you have to do that when you're doing what they're doing right now, which is this show feeds into this movie, which feeds into this show, which feeds yeah, into. it's really crazy. It, like, you can't have multiple seasons of a show planned out like that. Without like they have maybe the next year and a half, two years of storylines planned. Right. And you can't be like, oh, we're going to do this show for five seasons. And with that model. So what I'm envisioning is that, hey, if Loki does well, let's take that. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever character we need. Whatever can get a miniseries to to bridge to bridge gaps and stuff like that, which I'm completely fine with. Which, um, all right, it's making and, more sense. And to be honest with you, out of all of these, Loki is probably the only show that has some legs to have additional seasons. Right. And the reason I say that is this. A, our Loki is dead. They're, they're very clear about that. This is not our Loki, Loki from a different timeline, right? Um, Loki is known for changing his appearance, for being different people. He's been a child. He's been a, a frog. You know, a kidding. frog. Well, he has. They've got all that, yeah. and they've got all the stock footage. He can be in and out of whatever. Well, my point is, if you want to do another season of Loki, you just cast another person. Say he changed his image for whatever reason. Insert exposition here, and then boom, you've got another uh, six episode miniseries. You can have a teenage Loki. You can have a, a woman Loki. It is essentially their version of Doctor Who. I think this is the only show that has legs to have repeat seasons. I don't think any of the other things they've announced with the exception of what if is going to be able to have longevity. It's really just, Hey, let's do this to your point, Josh, let's do this six issue, uh, six, six episode miniseries. We can have this tie into this movie and it makes sense because it's this character. Boom. I think, you know, now we're going to get a Shang-Chi movie. You'll probably see some sort of ancillary Shang-Chi show happen a year afterwards. Like, it, it's it's going to be this, like, self-perpetuating machine for my, the foreseeable Did future. they need Owen Wilson? <laughs> that was my that was my part, too. I was like, is that Owen Wilson? It is. And does he need to be there? I, I don't think, I, I, no, I don't think any anybody except for Tom Hiddleston needs to be there. You know my reaction when I saw Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Almost. Uh, yeah, Owen Wilson was an interesting casting choice. But you know what? Listen, in Feige, I trust. Go ahead. I haven't, I haven't seen a bad actor in a Marvel movie. I'm, I'm, I'm down for this. Uh, we also got some information about uh, Hawkeye. Uh, we got a confirmation that Haley Steinfeld will be appearing within the series. It's slated for late fall She is playing of Kate Bishop. It's not just appearing in the series. She is Hawkeye. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure you understand. Like, it's not just Jeremy Renner and oh, Haley's like she is the the next Hawkeye, which is going to be great because hey, here's another thing. I I think a lot of these things are going to be codas to certain characters or ramp ups to making characters more important. I think WandaVision is going to put Scarlet Witch in in a position to be more important in the movies going forward. I think Hawkeye is going to be the end of Jeremy Renner's story. And now we're going to give, hey, here's a new Hawkeye, and she can be a part of this new Avengers that's probably going to be coming around. All right, let's talk about the thing that Josh is really excited about, and that is the animated series from Marvel Studios, What If? Um, Being voiced by a lot of the original MCU stars, 
Um, very excited for this. I like the animation style. I like some of these stories. But Josh, this was your your like number, a high ranking, I should say. Thing it was what, top one. It was it was the it's the thing I'm most excited about, and it, I didn't think I would be. Um, it looks great. I man, I, I I played the teaser, and I'm like, oh, another animated thing. This is gonna be so dumb. And then I watched it, and I remembered. Now I I read some of what if. Uh, I want to say volume two. We're talking like 91, 92. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like those were fun books. Um, and they really did a good job with at, at the very least, they they did a good job with the concept and with the teaser. How that plays out, who knows with the whole story. But man, does it look cool. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about this. I think you, it, it's this is another show that you this this is the show that you can do as many seasons as you possibly want. But agreed, it's it's going to be uh, an anthology series. It's going to be very much like the you know how Tales of the Crypt would open with the Crypt Keeper and the Crypt Keeper would be like here's a story. You and, get the Watcher, right? So now this is going to be the same thing, but every episode is going to be bookended by the Watcher. Um, and it's just like, oh, there's many realities and there's many things that could be happening. And what if this happened? And really, like, they showed a bunch of stuff. But the things that's the, the two stories that stuck out to me were it seems like uh, what if Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum, which seems like a very fun, interesting story that that's going to be. And then it looks like what if T'Challa was a guardian of the galaxy? It seems like it's another story, or or more specifically, you know, Star Lord. It's Star Lord, yeah. for sure. So, I, I I've always enjoyed what if books. It's always fun to break the continuity and be like, yeah, what if Peggy Carter was, you know, Captain Britain or or what have you, right? Um, but you know, it's always fun to tell these stories and not have it affect main continuity, not have it affect anything that is permanently going on in the movies. And then you know what? A lot of the times, depending on if these things get traction, like they'll integrate them into continuity. That's how we got, you know, uh, Spider Girl was is probably the biggest example I can think of. Is started off as a what if story. It what did, if volume two? Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, what if you know because Peter Parker and Mary Jane lost was, a child. It was Mayday, Mayday, Mayday Parker, and it was just like, what if she survived? This is the story. And then she eventually got integrated into the the main universe. So I definitely see this as a platform for, hey, let's try out some different stuff. And you know what? If we do something like that, that we can fit into the main continuity, maybe we will type of thing. So it's exciting. By the way, the uh, I'm finding the, uh, the paperback graphic novel, like complete collections, like they're 30 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ish. And they're I'm great stories. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. I think I'm about buying a few of them. Do it. Josh buys more things on air. (laughs) (laughs) Ding. We also got a couple announcements of some other series coming to Disney Plus. We have uh, Ironheart. We have Armor Wars, which examines Tony Stark's biggest fears, uh, which will be starring Don Cheadle. Uh, We will also be having Secret Invasion uh, in there, too. So no release dates, no trailers, other details, just the fact that they were announced. Um, interesting. They kind of throw some of that stuff out and, and see what's coming up. Uh, that's a bridge. That's got to be a bridge to Captain Marvel too, right? So Secret because it's, Invasion, it's Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, it's uh, Nick uh, Talos. Talos. Um, I don't know if it's it's possibly a bridge to Captain Marvel too. It could also also Captain possibly, Marvel two's pre production. So yeah, well I get that, but I mean the scrolls up until Captain Marvel were always a Fantastic Four thing. 
it could be uh, some sort of connection between the Fantastic Four as well. Who knows? A lot, lot going on. Uh, we also got the announcements again uh, of Night Moon. Uh, sorry, of Moon Knight, uh, She Hulk, and uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah, I well. also read that uh, Mark Ruffalo will be showing up in She Hulk, which is really cool. Yes. Um. Uh, so, uh, well, he'll be on loan to, to help out there too. They also announced that they're working on a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special for Disney Plus to put like out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's it's for it's for like that's like eight years away, twenty twenty two. And then a uh, uh, of course that'll be uh, kind of connected a little bit to Guardians of the Galaxy three. And then they announced, and I didn't figure out any details about it, that there is going to be a series called I Am Groot, which is a bunch of short films starring Groot. Which makes me think like they saw Forky asked a question and was like, "What if we did that, but with Groot?" No, it sounds more like Marvel team up, but with Groot. It's just going to be Groot interacting with other characters in the universe. From what I understand, it's also going to be animated because, you know. Right. Still Vin Diesel putting in work, bud. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, (laughs) good for him. Like, he he can, if he's going to make an entire career off of driving fast cars and saying, I am Groot. Yeah, power power to him. More power to him. The, the The man started off his career hawking street sharks. So. He's come a very long way. <laughs> speed round? Speed round for movies? Speed round for movies. They're not going to recast Chaswick Boseman as Chakala in, in Black Panther 2. The third Ant-Man film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, will be uh, going forward. It's in development right now. Quantumanium. Uh, thank you. Quantumania. Quantumanium. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange and the, uh, the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, also, which apparently has some ties in, as Brian alluded to, to WandaVision and the third Spider-Man movie, also confirmed, and that is working on it. And finally, uh, the bigger news of this of just saying, hey, shit that we kind of knew was going to come, but hey, at least we have it. Finally, Marvel has announced that they are developing the Fantastic Four movie. Please see our casting throughout many episodes as to who you should be picking. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Do the right thing. Hire Brian Thornton for the weekend. Get your casting done and and you know send him back to his echoey room. I mean, I hope a weekend gig would turn into something more permanent, but okay. All right, so that's the end of Marvel. A ton of announcements. There will be, of course, more to talk about as more comes out, and as we're just getting excited about it, we'll we'll talk about more. Uh, but Lucasfilm, Star Wars, uh, a lot coming out. But Josh, you wanted to talk about uh, the Bad Batch. Hit me up. What's going on with the Bad Batch? It doesn't look very good. That's all. All right. Okay. Like, what were and, you? And again, I, I, I could, watched. What were you expecting? I don't know. Like here, I here's the thing. I watched the trailer for the Bad Batch first, and then I watched the trailer for What If, the teaser, whatever. Sure, they're both about the same length. And I went, one of these things is not like the other. Well, Brian, you know, no, go ahead, Brian. I think you had the defense lined up for. Not for, yet. Uh, I would love to hear you try to defend a series as a spinoff of a series you've never watched. Go ahead. I, I've I've started watching the Clone Wars, Brian. Ooh. Uh, I, I started watching after I was finishing up Mandalorian. Okay. Uh, I, I know how to start a project that I say, hey, I'm going to watch and I'm going to go into it. Was it because Disney Plus recommended you watched it after the episode's credits? No. Because that's what uh, happened to me. I was I was like, you know, I don't know much about. Uh, uh, was it, oh, I always forget how to say her name. Akasha, Kosha. How do you say your name? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I don't know much about Ahsoka. I should really go watch the Clone Wars and started watching the Clone Wars. But the the art style and everything that people love about the Clone Wars is being carried over to the Bad Batch. And in my opinion, it's a little style. It's a very stylistic approach and it's a little dated to what computer you know generated animation could do back when 
the Clone Wars started, but I think it matches the brand and what people like about Clone Wars. So I think if Clone Wars wasn't for you, this may not be your your cup of tea either. Uh, But it's people who are in love with the Clone Wars. As a matter of fact, they showed the Clone Wars logo burning away for the Bad Batch. Uh, at the end of this trailer, if you like that, I think you're going to like this. Ahsoka is the one that Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson played. Yes, correct. Brian, was that was that a defense of of the Bad Batch? I, that was a suitable defense, and <laughs> I, I am I am proud of you. And also, I don't know when you started watching Clone Wars, but WTF? How far are you? Oh, I'm not going to tell you until you tell me how far you are in Doctor Who. I'm as far as you expect me to be. <laughs> well, then I'm as far as you expect me to be for the Clone Wars with that. With that, excellent. No. No, okay, double stamp. <laughs> I'm not moving an inch on this one. I'm getting something out of this. I've learned after years of being manipulated to give out my information. CJ, here's the difference, though. You actually really want to know how far I am in Doctor Who, whereas I could care less how far you are in Clone Wars. I was just making conversation. So you could care less? So you, you care? I mean, a, a very minor yeah. bit, I guess, but... So other big news is that we got two uh, new shows uh, that are based. They're, they're saying they're spinoffs of The Mandalorian, but I, I, I disagree with. Well, I guess maybe it is. Is this a spinoff of this? The New Ahsoka? Republic? Ahsoka? Yeah. Rangers of the New Republic? Okay. They're both spinoffs out of this gotcha. season of The Mandalorian. Sorry. So we also got two shows that are spinoffs of this season of The Mandalorian. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. There's a lot. I mean. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff. Star Wars had a huge day yesterday. Yeah. Because they realized, hey, we don't have anything but the Mandalorian right now. Because we canceled everything because Solo bombed. Yeah. So, but, yeah, they, they had to get some shit moving fast. I, and I, you I, know what? They're doing the right thing by leaning hard into things that people like that are not the Skywalkers. And they're doing the right thing by saying, hey, Dave Filoni... Please help us and create right. two to three more shows for us because we love The Mandalorian. And John Favreau, let me not make sh- make sure that nothing gets taken away from him. That is his baby, and he has done an amazing job with it. But Dave Filoni, everything that is good about Star Wars that's not the movies has had his fingerprints all over it. Yeah, I, I think the, the Clone Wars, I- the Rebels, all of those TV shows were showrun and and taken care of by him. Let's lean into that. This guy knows more about star Wars than anybody except George Lucas at this point. Yeah. And I think the reason why they work so well together on a Mandalorian is because Favreau gets kind of the nod and the blessing and the yes from him to say, this is good. This is Canon. This will be fine. The fans will accept this. This will, this will grow. And again, not to diminish Favreau's uh, contribution and, and success for the Mandalorian, but yeah, Favreau gave us Grogu. So yeah. So we got that. they also they also said, you know, you know what was maybe a mistake? You know what we shouldn't do that we said we were going to do, but we shouldn't do is abandon the Skywalker storyline. Can we just go back to that? Could you could we go back? And, and, and so they're going back. What what did they go back to, Josh? What was the thing that, that made that the catalyst? Uh, they're they're making an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen set 10 years after episode three. So now we have, we have, and I get, I get it. It's not, it's not officially in the same, you know, so it's not episode 3.5, but it might as well be because they're, they're giving us the, the stuff we wanted to see after, you know, we wanted to see early Darth Vader. We're going to see that. Or we just want to see him as a Padawan and, and not be, you know, 
a, a dick about everything, right? No, 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 no. no I, I want to see. I want to see young I, Vader. I want to see young. If I'm going to see Vader at all, I want to see young Vader who is right. out there kicking ass, taking names. And here's the thing: Obi Wan exiled himself on Tatooine after dropping Luke off. What? Sh- what is that show? Like, unless you're going to completely change the canon, which is, I don't know how you're going to do that, but. Unless you're going to completely change this one guy's storyline, the they idea are. the idea was that after Order sixty six, and pretty much all the Jedi were dead with the exception of like five. Mm-hmm. Yoda exiled himself. Obi Wan exiled himself, but stayed close enough to keep an eye on Luke because I don't know. We dropped him off on the main villain's home planet with his family and didn't change <laughs> his name, so. Probably a good idea to keep an eye on him. And that's where he spent the next 20 to 30 years when we pick up with him as Alec Guinness in episode four. Well, I think you have a lot of flashbacks, right? 18. 18. 18. You're right, 18. So I don't understand. And and don't get me wrong. I love you, McGregor. I loved him in the role. I don't know what this show is going to be. Well, I mean, what essentially, according to this timeline, it's going to be... You know, Luke is going to be 10 years old and, and uh, you know, Obi-Wan, maybe he has to come out of exile to throw off the scent of where he's been hiding. Who knows? But I mean, that seems that seems plausible enough to me, right, that the rebellion starts, somebody finds Obi-Wan and he has to leave Tatooine to throw the scent. Okay. Is that, I mean, I, I mean, is, I, that, I will, is that I will accept plausible that. enough to not really have too many to like too high a percentage of people freaking the fuck out i mean i'm not freaking out but not you oh no you're not the one i'm worried i know i know and and i will accept that but but here's the thing and i said this to you all in text message is that i am done with the skywalkers i am i know i am like the fact of the matter is this that story ended at episode six for me I enjoyed seven and eight because it seemed like we were still done with the Skywalkers, but like we were just kind of doing like a tangential thing like, oh, hey, Luke is here. And like, I am fine with never seeing a Skywalker and a solo again. The Mandalorian is so good because it has nothing to do with any of that. There's minor references. They meet characters who met a character who maybe once heard of someone like you know, this person shows up for an episode or two. Like, it's good because I'm rooting for somebody other than a Skywalker for freaking once. And the thing about Clone Wars, what makes it so good is that Anakin Skywalker is only in like the first season and then he just fucks off and just starts doing his thing and then he'll show up for an episode or two. And then we start really following Ahsoka more and more and more. And then, oh, now Yoda's in this episode. Like, all the stuff that is good about Star Wars recently has been exploring the universe without the Skywalkers. And going back to the argument CJ and I had, this is one of the major problems I had with Episode 9, is because we just undid all of that because Episode 8 was moving in that direction. Like, we are done with the Skywalker story. So much that we went and killed Luke. In episode eight, and then we just ripped all of that away by making Ray a Palpatine and all this other bullshit garbage that we right. episode nine pulled up. My point is this: 
I'll watch the damn show. <laughs> but I'm done with these characters. They did I, their thing. Their story is over. I am I'm good. I'm good. Like there's right. a whole galaxy out there that is far, far away that you have yet to explore because you're focused on this one family. And and that kind of got me excited when I, I saw that they're gonna be making a series uh with Diego Luna as a Cassian Andor, right? From Rogue One. That he's gonna have his little series two kind of pre-events from from Rogue One that's coming to Disney Plus in twenty twenty two, which is also like nine thousand years away. So yeah, but to be you know, honest, out of all the characters in Rogue One, he's not the one I want to see more of. No, but he's the one that you can say, I think they had a, a story about Solo, and they're like, well, that was shit. Let's just put Diego Luna on there, and we'll we'll rebrand this and rewrite a little bit. Sure. Uh, so it feels like they could take what they thought would be Solo 2 and uh, just, you know, put reskin a little bit. I, I Here's here's what I'm excited about, and, and you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and skip ahead right now. I'm excited for the La- Lando series as much as I really want Donald Glover to be in it, I'm just excited to see more Lando Calrissian. Billy D was great in the role. Donald Glover was great in the role. He is clearly a interesting character. And I'm excited for this new Rogue Squadron movie that is coming out directed by Patty Jenkins. And I'm excited for it because I imagine it being Top Gun in space. Give me, give me Top you Gun have, in space. Well, you just convinced me. You give me space volleyball scene. <laughs> I, I want it. Like Star Wars needs to just start branching out and telling these stories of people, different people with the Force or shit. Just I don't care if this person has the Force or not. Show me some fighter pilots. Show me this world that George Lucas clearly had in his head but could never tell. And we just are obsessed with the story that he could tell for some reason. Give me more of the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, we also got an announcement that Taika Waititi will also be directing a Star Wars movie. No Give title, me. no name, just in development. Give me. Uh, yeah, well, of course. It's you Taika. can anything almost Taika Waititi. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much there. Uh, so a lot going on for, for Disney. What this has exposed, though, gentlemen, is uh, and precisely why, Brian, I wanted to start watching the Clone Wars. My understanding of Star Wars is pretty limited. Uh, and I need to brush up on it and get a little better because yeah, I suck at it. So very excited for some Star Wars coming up. So some other Disney Plus news that isn't about content at all. Uh, also released. So first thing is Disney Plus is going to be increasing its price to $8 a month. Oh, uh, ooh, a whole dollar I got a bag increase. of change with Disney's name on it. Uh, got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they can have it. Uh, Disney Plus's new bundle to offer ad-free Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN, uh, for eighteen ninety nine a month now, uh, so it was a little bit more than than what it was previously. They said they've surpassed eighty six million subscribers, which I wholeheartedly believe. Listen, this is this is a lot of content, lots of stuff coming over the next few years. So much to break down. Uh, again, I I think this has been without a doubt one of the easiest streaming services to pay for. And initially, yeah. I I think I think Brian and I were kind of in the camp of. All right, I love the Disney back catalog, but I'm I'm not sure if I want to pay that. Then Mandalorian came out, and I'm like Grogu, ah! right? And I'm all about the baby odor. Uh, and and now with all this other content coming in there, it's fantastic. But hey, Brian, you had kind of said to us privately that Disney Plus's strategy to kind of move forward is drastically different than that of HBO Max, like Josh and I talked about last week. Yeah, I. It seems like Disney is doubling down on on their theatrical releases, to so so much so that they've completely reimagined what their timeline for some of their interconnected stuff is. Um, <clears throat> which is interesting because I figured if this was 
if there was any time to announce, hey, we're going to put a bunch of these 2020 releases straight to Disney Plus, it would have been yesterday's call. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Nobody's happy with HBO Max right now. I'm sure you all have seen seen some of the comments in the articles. And, and I think it, I think the decision is larger than just we want to get HBO Max subscribers. And I think Disney is biding their time slash has their own plan in mind. So here here's the thing. <laughs> oh, can here, I can I write it down the envelope? I think I know what the what the plan is. What you, how what what the chess moves are that you see for Disney? Are you going to put it in the chat again? Or what, what are you uh, gonna yeah, do? yeah, yeah. Hold on. You want me to do that? Give me a second. You you go ahead and put it in the chat. I, I will continue the talk. Um, here's the thing. I think HBO Max slash Warner Brothers is playing a much larger game. And I don't think they give a shit about what directors or actors feel about this decision. Um, a, I feel like they feel we purchased, we paid you to make a product. That product is ours to do what we, what we can with. And... And that is partially true. I also think there is a slight um, plan to essentially kill third-party movie theaters with this plan. Oh, my God, CJ, you are freaking In the chat, CJ in the future says, Disney is waiting for everything to calm down so they can open up their own theaters. Once AMC dies, they fill the void. God, I hate you so much. I hate you so, so much. So of course they're going to put their movies out in the movie theaters because they're going to start owning their own theaters. Here's and and that's the thing. I think I fucking hate <laughs> you. I think I think Warner Brothers is making this decision not that this is going to be the permanent way to see your movies from now on. I think they are doing it for just the one year, and every major release is only going to be in on HBO Max for thirty days. So I'm with you, unless this makes money, then this is their new normal. I don't think here's the thing. It's not it's not gonna make six hundred billion dollars that they spent on Wonder Woman. It's or or what they would have gotten on Wonder Woman. It's not gonna make the you, you know You don't think they still get the merchandising? They always get the merchandising regardless. Well, then here's 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 the thing, Josh. With the th- they're not paying anybody. They're not losing anything. It's a it's a it's a it's a net super gain. They have paid. They have paid at the very two hundred million to make the movie, and probably another hundred to two hundred million in marketing alone. Marketing, sure. So that's four hundred million. We're talking about a movie that opening weekend would make six hundred million dollars and would eventually go on to gross a billion at the box office alone, on top of merchandising. On top of the millions and billions of dollars I will get off of T-shirts, I'm getting that money regardless. But now I'm losing on a billion dollars of box office gross, and they're not going to make that up in HBO. They're not going to make it up through streaming. The thing about it is, I think Warner Brothers sees this as we're going to take a bath on these movies, no matter what we do right now. We either wait to release them, and then we have. An intense amount of competition, not just from other competitors, but from ourselves, because we have all these other movies that are still being filmed and are still being made that we're going to need to release. So either we perpetually are a year behind, we compete with ourselves, or we dump it all on streaming, we take a bath, and you know what it'll do? It'll kill third-party movie theaters like AMC, who has already come out and said they're going to run out of money by January. Meanwhile... Disney's going to sit there. Meanwhile, Disney's going to sit there and say, we believe in the movie theaters. We're going to completely jump on and just full board, go into the movie theater chain. 
all the while knowing that third-party movie theaters are not going to survive. They will make their own Disney-fied movie theaters. And now they're going to have all of these directors and actors on their side because, hey, we're not the one who pulled the trigger. We're not the one who did this. Blame Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is the ones, the people who did this. And gives them a lot more license to, A, be friendly with creators and, B, own their own theaters and push people into theaters to go see the new Star Wars movie that Patty Jenkins is directing, to go see the next Marvel movie that'll be out in 2023. And then in the meantime, all these little projects we're just going to dump on Disney Plus and like we're going to still and we're going to grow our streaming service that yeah, way. I think I think Disney Plus has been extremely strategic from Disney's standpoint. I I I am a little more cynical for Warner Media's approach with HBO Max. I I see it as they're they I don't know how Brian, I don't know the economics behind this, but I think that if they see this as a success this year, this may be their model moving forward. Uh, I don't know what that means for that. And and again, Josh and I uh, had very different opinions about the death of, of movie theaters. And uh, I think it's a sad thing. And, and Josh is going to take all the money that he saves on movie tickets and parking and Red Robin and Kobe and every place else and just buy a really it, nice entertainment. It's system. a sad thing. But listen, Josh, my man, I was screaming at you while I was listening to it, by the way. <laughs> oh, I, I you you yeah. called it. I was screaming at you because here's the thing. You're going to get that for one year. That's it. I'm telling you, this is not going to be the norm. And even more so when it becomes not the norm anymore. And now you're paying double for movie tickets. So if you want to go take Zoe to see Wonder Woman 3 instead of, you know, $20 for you to do a daddy daughter date, it's probably going to cost 40 or 50 now. It's all going to wash out at the end. You're saying Zoe's not worth it? What do you think? I didn't say that. <laughs> That's exactly what he just said. And and I also want to know that this is one of those examples of I wish I had the audio with the date and timestamp for the bet of how it's going. I say this is going to be again, if successful, and I don't know what they deem successful. And you know what the best part is? That's they're the not going to tell us either. No they're not going to tell us and numbers. He, and, 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 they're gonna, and guys, I I think uh, again as the voice of of reason and experience I think it ends up somewhere in between. Like, it always I don't, does. I don't, I don't think it's, it's full on one way or the other. I think it's likely uh, closer to what CJ is saying than, than Brian, what, what you're talking about. Um, because I think there's a huge appetite for this shit being released at home. You know, no, no going out. I want it now. I want it in my house. Don't get me wrong. I think the movie theater cycle is going to get shorter. Oh, yes. I agree with these that too. movies all make their money back opening weekend. So you know what? Let me throw Black Widow in theaters for a month and then immediately have it available on Disney Plus. Like, I think the cycle is going to be shorter. And because I own the, from the production to the uh, distribution of this from A to B. I can do that. I can keep I can keep a movie in theaters for as long as I want. If Avatar, if I want to have Avatar 2 become the top grossing movie of all time again, I'll keep it in the freaking theater for three years if I have to. Because right. I'm Disney and I can play those numbers if I want to. That's yeah, the thing. What, like, if my, what if my Disney Plus monthly subscription uh, went up to 15 bucks, um, but I got one ticket a month to one of their theaters? Right, dude. Right now, I pay the fifteen dollars just for Disney, just for Disney Plus. 
but yeah, no, that'd be nice. I, I know I hear you. What I'm, what I'm saying is I, I think, I think the middle, I don't, I don't think it becomes as expensive as you think. And I think that when the theaters do, um, sort of, you know, become privatized or proprietary or whatever term you want to use, then there's an even greater advantage for the companies to leverage the streaming services to get a subscription that covers the entire sort of every medium, right? Hell, I'm I'm okay with a, a movie pass or an A-list style of this of pay extra for the streaming service and go to our theaters as much as you want to. Hey, I'm completely fine with that. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like you know, do you, do you want streaming or do you want the DVD shipped to your house or do you want both? I want all of them. But you if want I, all of them. If right? I so, I would pay forty dollars a month for a Disney Plus plus seeing two of their movies a week and then getting that movie mailed to me on Blu-ray, done. Yeah, two the, movies a week. Give us the Disney Plus Plus Plus. Here's the thing, Brian. Don't throw out don't throw out those numbers. Mainly because when they listen to this, they'd be like, "Well, we could get forty dollars." <laughs> I am a cheap bastard, and please don't make that. Let's set the bar low, right? All right, and then this way, when they're like, "Well, it doesn't seem like it's that competitive," let's bring it in at twenty five. I'll be like, "What a steal!" Right? I, I I think all of that is really great, but Josh, but here's the the thing. I'm not going to try to convince you you're wrong. I actually hope you're right, and I I I, I really do. But I think you are either going to have less major blockbusters coming out or cheaper blockbusters. Like something has got to give because honestly, after this year, even in 2021, if there's a vaccine tomorrow, people are not going to be packing those movie theaters for another year or two. It's going to take it's going to take six to 12 months. The movie industry in general is hurting right now. And. They are going to have to figure something out. Either we can't make Eternals for the $300 million budget we initially gave them, or we're going to have to ratchet up movie prices. And honestly, they're more likely to ratchet up movie prices. That's just how it works. Real, real-time real follow-up uh, for, for something here. Uh, they uh, Disney just announced the release date of uh, Free Guy as well as Kingsman and uh, some other things. So uh, Free Guy, which was supposed to come out in December, obviously not happening, uh, just got pushed back to May 21st of 2021. Okay. And, and Kingsman? Kingsman has been moved to March 12th, this 2021. This is the Kingsman, right? The Kingsman. The Kingsman. The Kingsman, sorry. They also just announced that they're talking about like seven more of those movies. That's fine. Give me Why one not? Of I'll take them. Uh, but I'm sorry that that was just two quick updates for movies that were formerly Fox. Now coming up to the Disney side of things. Uh, all right, well, listener, thank you. Uh, so, listener, this this episode was possible because there was something to talk about, right? So, thanks Disney for dropping fifty plus things on our lap. Uh, let's see what the nerdy world turns out for next week to see if whether there's going to be an episode, but. You, listener, thank you so much for making this whatever it is we are in your life right now. You're walking around the neighborhood, you're grocery shopping, your commute to work if you're still doing that. Be I've safe. been listening to stuff while shopping at Target. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to us, and we will talk to you next week. Maybe. See you on the next one. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. In fact, if I if I'm going to have one room that is just a dedicated wind tunnel for recording. Oh, okay. So, so you, you have text fans on either side. You can do like a hurricane. Like I'm in this hurricane TikTok, and then oh, you could. You can get one of those hurricane boxes. That'd be that'd be really helpful.
Do you remember like the 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 uh it was like an old like VHS like and later they made DVDs like uh like the the blank ones though like Maxwell and it had the guy in the chair yes, in the chair everything it, was just flying by him I'm gonna do that and then the glass went into his hand because of the sound of it yes the Maxell tapes that the, they sounded so good <laughs> they blow you away Maxwell they'll blow you away Maxell um Maxell. We're not going to talk about anything that you guys talked about last week. You don't care about my my opinions on. We'll, we will do that after just, we talk. OK. All right. I'm just trying to talk Disney. I didn't know if you were doing follow up first and then Disney. L- listen, just, man, we got we got comments of what are you guys going to talk about the Disney? What are you guys going to talk about? We the got Disney? a Can't comment. Can... No, I, I got I got a couple of text messages as well. Uh, yeah, I, I had several. And, uh, and... So, you know what I'm hearing? People who listen to this show take my advice to heart and don't reach out to me. No, they do because not. they know they're just going to get left on red. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. They listener. really do not come to you, Brian, just based, based off your feedback. Um, That's good. <laughs> I don't know. Someone how listens to me. Someone Jeez. listens to you. Yeah, just just take it for the weekend. Which takes can, us. Can we no? Can we really talk quickly? Talk about the fact that. This was their opportunity to go the way of HBO Max and Warner Brothers, and they didn't do it. They've instead leaned very hard into they remapped their entire timeline to keep their movies, including Black Widow, and releasing in theaters. And I find that interesting. I do too, and I think that's something we we can talk about in the larger context of these announcements. You're the worst. It, it, it goes all the way through Lucasfilm and everything else too, and we can. You legitimately up just said, "Can we take that offline?" I hate you. <laughs> no, we can put that at the he, end. Of no, this he wanted. No, he just wants to circle back. I want to come back to it. Can we yeah. put it in the parking no, lot? You're absolutely hey. right. You know what? We'll circle back a little bit after this call privately, and then you know, put, put you'll forget lot, about Brian? me, which is what always happens. Can you just do me a favor? Could you go into our channel and just let me put, like put like tag me or remind lot. me of it? Just parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Just just do that. You're the worst. I love it when I realize that he's going to edit something so that he doesn't look stupid. I do it for you guys all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I save your stupidness. Sure. I will eventually put it in the stainer, but I save it from the main show. Mm-hmm. I own my stupidity. I don't. I don't know about you. Uh, they can have it. Uh, Disney Plus's new bundle to offer ad-free Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN uh, for eighteen ninety nine a month now. Uh, so it was a little bit more than, than what it was previously. They said they've surpassed 86 million subscribers, which I wholeheartedly believe uh, for it. And just like they talked about. When when did it launch? Oh, last year. That's a great question. Yeah, a little right. over a year. But it legitimately, yeah, it's like a, a year, year right? And, and what was the like? I can't like, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what you know. We didn't we didn't make like a like a significant wager about it. We just talked about it. Um, I, I, I would love to dig up archive audio on the bet there. What was I, the bet again? How many, how many subscribers they would get? Yeah. Cause I, 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 I was, I was far more aggressive in my forecast than you were. <laughs> I, I do. I do recall being, I think you lost. Oh, a, you were a poo pooer. I think you lost a, a dollar, Brian. I think, I think you, you lost were, a dollar. Okay. I've you got a bag of jeans, which is you lost, you lost the price name on it. There's a second bag of change with Josh's name on no, it. No, I, I got. I, I got to tell you this: if Brian had been right, he'd know the exact date and time. <laughs> he would. <laughs> yeah, 